Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata with a word today about eternal reward. I know, I know many of us don't like to focus on the rewards we may or may not receive in heaven. For one thing, it all seems so vague, right, and hard to explain. Secondly, as Christians, we are conditioned not to focus on rewards. And that I can understand. Our focus should always be on serving the Lord Jesus, right? Because when that great day finally comes, it will be His day, not primarily ours. But nevertheless, all throughout Scripture, there are constant reminders for us to work for the night is coming and labor in the vineyard for the harvest and build so that your house will stand the test. Even 1 Corinthians chapter 9 says that we should train like athletes looking for a crown. Verse 25 says that athletes, quote, do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Then Philippians chapter 3 tells us to, quote, press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. Yes, friend, there will be rewards for the believer who spends his life investing in the kingdom of Christ. And I suppose 1 Corinthians chapter 3 is the best place to read about those rewards. And I like the way Jonathan Edwards, the great American theologian, described heavenly rewards. He called them capacities, capacities for joy, capacities for worship and service in heaven. You see, when we obey down here on earth, we are stretching our soul's capacity for more joy in heaven, more worship, more service. And Jonathan Edwards said that everything we do down here on earth has a direct bearing on our eternal joy, worship, and service in the world to come. And friend, I'm excited about rewards. I am so excited about the day when I, Lord willing, will receive crowns. It will mean that I will have more crowns to cast at the feet of Jesus. Isn't that a fun idea? Whatever I did here on earth, hey, it's all through the grace of God and for the glory of Christ, so work for the night is coming. And after that, Second Peter tells us that soon the day will dawn and the morning star will rise in our hearts. And oh, what a glorious day that'll be. And our rewards will be our chance to adorn our Savior when He is crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So, today, stretch your soul's capacity for heaven. Shine the light of Christ. Minister to people with disabilities or the elderly. Offer an encouraging word to the faint-hearted. Obey Jesus in small things. Help the poor. Be thankful in trials. Write a note to someone in the hospital and include scripture. Put complaining behind you. Serve those who are needy. There are all kinds of ways you can accrue eternal reward. In fact, listen to this poem that goes like this. It says, If you sit down at set of sun and count the acts that you have done, and counting find one self-denying deed, one word that eased the heart of him who heard, one glance most kind that fell like sunshine where it went, then you may count that day well spent. But if through all the live-long day you have cheered no heart by yea or nay, if through it all you've nothing done that you can trace that brought the sunshine to one face, no act most small that helped some soul and nothing cost, then count that day as worse than lost.